You can have the same motivation in November that you have in January. It's just a matter of setting the right finish lines. Welcome to the Becoming Future You podcast, where it's all about you. I'm here to help you figure out who you are and what you want out of your life. What are your special gifts? How do you impact others? What does living a great life look like for you? The answers are inside of you, and we're going to unlock them together. It's time to become future you. I'm your host, Mel Jolly. Let's get to work. So here's what I mean. This is the time of year, November, December, where a number of different things can happen. We can get really overwhelmed. Like we can go back and we can look at our year plan right? And we can realize that like maybe January us did an okay job. February did, you know, an okay job of working towards the goals, but we don't know what happened with March through September us. Like what was she doing? Was she just taking a nap for seven months? So we get to November and we start looking at everything we have left to do of everything we planned for the year and we can get really overwhelmed. Or we can just say, you know what, forget it. Everything's ruined. I'll just start again next year. And then we coast through the end of the year. Or maybe you're the kind of person where you like like buckle down and you're like, you know what? I will get it done. And then you just try to browbeat yourself into getting all these things done. A whole year's worth of stuff, which by the way, you may have overestimated how much you can get done in a year, and you try to browbeat yourself into getting a whole year's worth of stuff done in two months. Well, none of that is helpful, right? Putting things on the back burner and just letting all your goals sit for too much, two months, that's not great. Getting overwhelmed or beating yourself up, none of that's awesome. And none of that is particularly motivating. None of that makes you want to do the work, right? So today I wanna talk about how to finish the year strong. I've got a really easy three-step process for you. So you ready? Let's do this. Step one, be realistic. Be realistic about how much time you have left in the year. It's not, you know, 60 days or whatever, depending on when you're listening to this because you have to subtract all the holidays, all the preparing for the holidays days, all the baking days, all the shopping days, all the laying on the couch watching Hallmark movies because that's your favorite part of the holidays days, all the I'm too tired to move because I spent all day yesterday wrapping present day, and all these days that you're just not able to give attention to your goals because you're taking care of all these other things. So get realistic about how much time you actually have left. I literally mean get out a calendar and just cross off the days that is not happening. You're not gonna get the whole day or most of the day is gonna be spent doing this other stuff or if you don't know for sure, like maybe you don't have your end of the year holiday to-do list done yet, that's fine, but make an estimate. Count how many days you have left. Don't count the weekends if you never work on your goals on the weekends. Or don't count the weekdays 
if you never work on your goals, like your personal goals during your work week? How much time do you have left in the year? And then you have to get realistic about how much you can get done. So for this exercise, I want you to pick one goal that matters to future you. If you made a plan at the beginning of the year and you want to look at that, fine. But you don't have to. At this point, we are only interested in what does January you want you to have done? This is November you. November, December. What's two months from now you? Like what's she interested in you taking care of? Pick a goal and then set a specific finish line for it. And when it comes to setting the finish line, here's what I want you to do. Break it up into sprint goals. I want you to set goals that will make you sprint. So this means not a two-month goal. Pick that one goal and break it into smaller pieces. Um, Let me do an example. So let's say the goal is to, your goal for the year was to write and publish a book, but you haven't even really started on it yet, except for the little bit you did in January before life got crazy or you got overwhelmed or you got out of the habit or whatever. Past you was doing the best she could. We can't go back in time. But if present you still wants to eventually publish a book, then that means you're going to have to make some changes, right? All right, so what does January you want you to have done? It's two months from now. It'd be really nice, I guess, if January you had a finished rough draft to work on. Okay, so how do we break that into smaller goals? Well, you need to do research. You need to do an outline, and then you need to actually, like, rough draft all the chapters. Okay, so that's three finish lines. All right, so now we've got three sprint goals that you can spread out over the next two months. Now we gotta go back to step one, the getting realistic about how much time you have. That calendar that I told you to get out and start marking days off, the days that you were gonna work and the days that you not gonna work and the days that you actually have left in the year to work on this goal. I want you to block time on your calendar for it. This is something I only started doing a year ago, and I don't think it's a coincidence that even though I've wanted to write a book for a long time, and I've had ideas, and I've started, I've got a lot of started manuscripts, this is the year I got it done. And it's because I blocked out time on my calendar. From 8.30 to 10.30 every morning, I have a repeating calendar block that just says, write. And that's what I do during that time. Now that time has expanded. I've gotten up earlier. And as I'm getting ready to publish my first book, Becoming Future You, which is coming before the end of the year, before the end of November, um, I might be getting up earlier, but I'm working at least two hours from 8.30 to 10.30 on things for the book. I only started getting things done because I literally blocked out time on my calendar. I don't know if I thought past Mel had like this ability to manufacture time or if I thought she was just going to find time or I'm not really sure what was happening, but 
past Mel used to make these to-do lists, I've known how to set goals for a long time, but I never like worked on them. So there is a difference between setting a goal and taking action on a goal. So I used to set these goals and I'd make these to-do lists and I'd make my to-do list at the beginning of the week, but I wouldn't actually like figure out when all the things were going to happen. And I guess I just thought that Mel, past Mel, was going to get my uh, goals done in the margins. She didn't. She didn't. Because I was overestimating how much I could get done in that week because I wasn't putting it on a calendar in blocks and saying, this is when you do this, this is when you do that, this is when you do that. I literally sit down on Sundays, make my list for the week, and then block out the time for everything on the calendar. And my list includes my freelance work, my coaching client work, any time I'm gonna spend with my students. So my Unlock Your Five Star Future class currently has office hours every month as a bonus for students. And I've got that coming this week, so I'll block out time for that and time to prepare from that and time to cool down after that because I get all like, ramped up and excited when I talk to my students. And then I need a solid 30 minutes to like bring it back down so that I can be productive again. When am I going to get my personal stuff done? When am I going to get my book related publishing tasks done? Everything. When am I going to call the bank? When am I going to meet with my accountant? All things that are on my list this week and I block it out in time blocks. And that's when I go back to get realistic, be realistic, and I'm able to say, Mel, this is too much stuff for one week. Are you crazy? You can't do all this in one week. So that's what you're doing, okay? You got your goal. What does January you want you to have done? Then you break it into smaller sprint goals with clearly defined finish lines, and you go back to your calendar, and now you put in the blocks of time. I'm going to do research from this hour to this hour on the weekends, during the week. Every Wednesday, while I'm waiting for my kid at soccer practice, whatever, but you actually put it in your calendar. And now you look and you say, is that enough hours to get that done? I might be a little unrealistic thinking that I can research, outline, and draft this book in two months. That's not going to happen. Okay, walk it back. All right, January U. Maybe January U will have a researched researched book and a finished outline. And three chapters. So you walk the goal back, right? Now you've adjusted your finish lines to be more realistic with what time you actually have available. If you're ready to achieve your big dreams, it's time to join my DIY coaching program and accelerate your progress. What's that? You wanna know how a coaching program can be do it yourself? I'll tell you how. A coach's job is to ask you questions and help you figure out what's going to work for you while also teaching you the methods for overcoming your roadblocks and creating a future you are going to love. There's no one size fits all solution. 
That's why I designed Unlock Your Five Star Future the way I did. I created eight weeks of video lessons to handle the teaching part and over 100 pages of worksheets to ask you all the right questions to help you uncover your potential, unlock your motivation, find your focus, and achieve your dreams. It's all about you. The best part is you can get started right now and work at your own pace. You'll pay once and get lifetime access. What are you waiting for? Go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash unlock to join now and start living your version of your best life. Now, when you're setting your goal, part of being realistic is giving yourself credit. This is step three. I want you to give yourself credit for the things that you're going to do. Here's what I mean. We've been talking about picking a goal. What does January you want you to have done? But I think we need to acknowledge something. Maybe the thing that January you wants you to have done is the holidays. Maybe it's not the book at all. Maybe it's not, you know, working up to a certain distance in your running routine. Maybe it's not starting the podcast. Maybe it's not setting up the Etsy store. Maybe if one of your priorities is your family, maybe it's having a successful holiday. And then you define what that means. You might be thinking, but Mel, I was going to do that anyway. Yeah, that's my point. That's my point. Sometimes you put a bunch of important things on your plate. They're things that future you wants you to do. They're things that align with your values and your priorities. And you're going to do them because you think you have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to buy your kids presents. You don't have to bake the special cookies. You don't have to send out holiday cards. But do you want to? Okay. If you want to then why not make that your goal? You can finish the year strong by doing this part of the year to the best of your ability and then taking pride in that and giving yourself credit for that. Sometimes I think that we do these things, take care of our pets, work to be good spouses, take care of our kids, take care of our ailing parents, what, whatever the things are, the people and pets and plants and animals that you're taking care of and you don't give yourself credit for them. So go back to step one, set a goal for the end of the year. What does January you want you to do? Is it something you were already going to do? But now you just want to put it to the forefront and say, this is my focus. I'm going to take pride in my work. I'm going to do it with joy and I'm going to celebrate crossing the finish line just as I would any other goal. You can celebrate baking the special cookies and staying calm and actually teaching your daughter how to do it instead of just being like so stressed out and frustrated and be like, just let me do it. Just let me do it. Which I get it. <laughs> I get it. And the reason I get it is because I'm usually guilty of trying to put too many things on my plate. So what does January you want you to do? You set whatever goal and finish lines you want. 
pick finish lines that you're going to be able to cross a few times between now and the end of the year and actually block it out on your calendar. When are you going to take time to do those things? Okay, that's the easy three-step process to finishing the year strong. But I want to throw in a little bonus tip, a little something extra, which is recognize the lie that January 1st is just a date on the calendar. It's just a date. There's nothing magical that happens on January 1st where like if you if you work really hard and you push and push and push until January 1st, all of a sudden you get like this magical boost as though you're playing a video game and it's like star power. You can tell that I haven't really played video games since um, Mario Brothers on the original Nintendo. So the only thing I know about is star power, but you know, whatever it is in video games that give you like a magical boost and all of a sudden you're invincible and you can run super fast. That doesn't happen. <laughs> that doesn't happen on January 1st. You're working on becoming future you. That takes sustained effort over a long period of time. You're constantly becoming future you with every day. What we're always talking about is being intentional and making choices and setting habits and setting goals that are going to bring you closer to that five-star version of future you. That happens all the time, every day. Your life is every day. There's nothing special about January 1st. If it motivates you, go for it. Awesome. If January 1st is some kind of like, yes, I will have this done in 2021 and then I will be able to say I finished it in 2021. Awesome. If it's a motivator, lean into that. If it's not, if it just makes you feel stressed and not in a way that's helpful, let it go. It's just a day. I don't even know what day of the year it is. Uh, it looks like it's a Saturday. That may or may not be right. I think it's a Saturday this year. Who cares? It's just another Saturday. And then after that comes Sunday and then Monday and then Tuesday of another week. You're not, you're not, um, let's see. A lot of times you are the one setting the finish line. You don't have to fall prey to this idea that it has to be done by January 1st or that you have to start over on January 1st. If that helps you, awesome. If it doesn't, let it go. So that is how to finish the year strong. What matters to January you? Put it on your calendar, set goals with finish lines you can actually cross, and then you're gonna get tired of hearing me say it, but I know you need the reminder because I always need the reminder. Celebrate. Celebrate your wins. A celebration doesn't have to be anything big. It can be a walk with your dog. It can be taking an hour off work. It can be going out for a special lunch. It can be my last celebration was I bought the Black Widow movie <laughs> that I have been wanting to see. And I waited until I finished my manuscript and sent it to my editor. And then I went and bought it. And I was like, this is my celebration for crossing that finish line. It can be anything. The only thing that matters is that it's something you enjoy and that you connect it to the finish line you just crossed. I did this thing and I'm giving myself this reward because I achieve what I set out to achieve. 
I can do anything I set my mind to. I set finish lines and I cross them. And you work on creating this identity of a person who gets stuff done. And then guess what? You become the kind of person who gets stuff done. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got something you needed. If you did, please remember to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform. Not only will it help this growing podcast find new listeners, you also retain new information better when you tell others about it. So make a quick post about today's episode and then take action on what you learned. Remember, if future you is different than present you, that means you're gonna have to do something different. If you'd like to get more clarity on who you want to become, be sure and download the free Becoming Future You journal at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash journal.